0: You're listening to Satellite Sisters. I'm Leon Dolan here in snowy Pasadena, California. Ah, oh, I can't wait to talk about the weather this week. I'm a writer and producer, and I'm a weather watcher. Jewel. <laughs> Hi, I'm Julie Dolan, and I live in Dallas, Texas. And, you know, yesterday I picked my husband up from a successful colonoscopy, Leanne, I'm happy to good. where the doctor reminded me that he shouldn't drive or conduct business. Now, you know that. Well, fine. But I made the medical decision that while he might not be able to drive or conduct business, he was cleared to unload the dishwasher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Glad he got his colonoscopy. Liz? Hey, this is Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. Yeah, SoCal Blizzard, burr. <laughs> you know, I've just been, I've been home with Hooper here. That's why I conducted the taste test, Leon. Mm. Mm. Oh we saw it.
0: this. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Uh I have a got a very special invitation this week. So I'm I'm very excited about that. Can I tell you about that? And then Julie, you are leading a discussion on 70s and 80s brands that you think should make a comeback. Yes, yes. I have a favorite brand that I think should make a comeback, and I hope you do two sisters. Yeah, it's going to be good. All right. And uh, and then we have a ton of entertaining sisters. We have a lot going on on the show. Stay, a lot of tidbits. A lot of, lot of news bits, tidbits. A <laughs> lot of tidbits today. We hope you can use some of them. I I honestly don't know what I'm going to do with all my free time now that I don't have to check my weather app 22 <laughs> times a day Yes, and you, like, well, announce it.
1: You enjoy weather, even in the good weather, Leah. You are a weather watcher. Yes. I like the drama of
0: it. You like the drama. And you certainly had drama in Southern California. Yeah. We had a ton of rain slash snow that just did not stop. uh, And now we're having more. It's just, it's great for us. We need this. We need this. We need this moisture. I'll say that. We Mm -hmm. need this moisture. Uh, But it has been dramatic. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, for me, you know, there's something about like the pounding rain. It it brings me back to all those years I lived in Portland and I used to love waking up to the sound of pounding rain. And now when I wake up to the sound of pounding rain, I think, "Oh my god, I have to walk my dog in that?" Something <laughs> something that I never had to do when I lived in Portland, Oregon so because you didn't
0: have a dog that that's why have a dog. Exactly.
1: yes that's it for people who <laughs> went to port Liz didn't walk her dogs Or oh, she didn't know dogs <laughs> she was she was on the move she was on the move no you people in, in portland or even in any cold snowy waiting back place with your dogs like yeah my heart goes out to you so instead i decided to conduct uh the great Grilled cheese taste test, sisters.
0: <laughs> I know, Liz. We love you because you just. Well, other people would just like sit on their couch and watch TV. You have made a whole branded event right there in yeah. your kitchen. Good. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I realized it had been a long time since I, since I had a really good grilled cheese, and even longer since I had made one. And I saw this recipe in the New York Times cooking section for an apple caramelized onion and goat cheese grilled cheese doesn't that sound good yes and it sounded easy so I thought oh I'm gonna make delicious Delicious. but then I clicked through and there was another one for a french onion grilled cheese which was basically mm. just like the caramelized onions like you have in french onion soup with uh with a different kind of cheese not the goat cheese um so it was gruyere in that one because again that's what you put on french onion soup so i conducted a little uh, poll in the satellite sisters facebook group uh which one should i make <laughs> and um goat cheese did when overwhelmingly, the apple, caramelized onion, and goat cheese. But there were enough votes for the French onion that I I could not ignore the French onion people. So (laughs) so, so (laughs) Catherine said, while the grill is hot, why not do both, which... Mm. Uh, you know, which I agree. Um, uh, let's see, there were the, Jennifer said, that's like asking which of my children do I love most. Yeah, good <laughs> oh, wow. matches. Strong words there. You yeah. know, our friend Giroux said, French onion just because it's French, which I thought was a very compelling argument. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, so I did make both on, you know, really now it's been three nights in a row because I've been trying <laughs> to get it right. I but, gotta say. Uh, <laughs> there were there was like there were some cosmetic issues with mm-hmm. the first night which uh-huh. with, the, with the grilling part mm-hmm. uh the second night i got the grilling better but it just wasn't thick the way it was in the in the, know, in the photo in the, the i mean as i say the same
0: thing to my hairdresser is my hair is just not as thick as
1: <laughs> as in the photo okay carry on it just didn't look like the photo so so last night i just i think i got it closer to being photo ready but you know the key because both both of these things use a lot of caramelized onions is obviously learning to caramelize onions and yes. which i have done occasionally before but it's one of those tricky cooking things. Mm-hmm. You think, well, that's easy. And, you know, it's really not. I'm sorry. No. I, I, I know it looks easy. And when it's done, it looks like it was easy. But, okay, first thing. You, you carve up like a ton of onions <laughs> and you end up with uh, like a tablespoonful, right? Yeah. Yes. The shrinkage, there's a shrinkage issue with caramelization that I did not yeah. really adequately anticipate. So, you know, but then, you know, with cooking with Liz, I always ask about, I ask myself, what is the real learning here? What the real learning? And I decided that caramelization is really kind of character revealing and i may not be cut out to caramelize mm-hmm. i may not be because there's a level of patience mm-hmm. take your time yep. just walk away then come back with caramelization that mm, i i just don't know I, I, I'm just not sure that's really me. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have keys to caramelization but like it is all about patience and the watchful
0: eye. You just got you can't yeah. you can't let it go because then you'll it will burn, right? So
1: yeah. right, yeah. but it's
0: low and slow for a long mm-hmm. time, like mm-hmm. hours. That's, yes. you know, so it does make a, a grilled cheese sandwich into an all-day event, but um I caramelize I would say at least once a month, maybe twice a month, I'll just caramelize a bunch of onions on a Sunday. And like, I just eat, I I use a little on the stovetop, but then I stick it in the oven in a nice Dutch oven and just low and slow and butter and tons of, you know, occasionally I will add a little balsamic vinegar for some browning or a little Worcestershire. I don't use any sugar usually, but yeah, it takes a long time to make them delicious. Otherwise, yeah. they're just sautéed onions.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that's uh, that's what I used to make thinking I was caramelizing. Yeah. No. Now I, that I've caramelized three nights in a row, I realize, oh, I have never really done this before. <laughs> oh, okay. And and I was t- I was texting with a friend of mine about it after my second <laughs> night. And she said, caramelized onions, sort of the sourdough bread of the vegetable family. Now, yeah. <laughs> yes, good, good and analogy. You think well, you're caramelizing, but you're not. Anyway, um, thank you for everyone who voted. I I like I made both of them. I had taste testers, my neighbors, Deborah and Bernard, who I've mentioned before. I mean, they loved both of them, of course. How do you not love it when someone gives you a, you know, a delicious grilled cheese sandwich? But I think we all landed on the Apple cheese and caramelized one as oh just more elevated of the mm-hmm. two that's all okay the, the apple really made a big difference but there you go that was my uh southern california blizzard grilled cheese taste test mm. well
0: i hope you, i would just think hope, go ahead joel i was gonna say I, I hope you can move on from the caramelization realization <laughs> list. You know, yeah that's a lot yeah i mean if it's not your thing i would have thought that gruyere would have made a really nice melt
1: it did. On the, oh, on the yes. cheese.
0: Yeah, that would have it, did, that would have turned me.
1: You know yeah. what? It's funny because Bernard commented on that in his, okay. text, in his text message <laughs> back to me that it, he said it didn't look like it had a, a lot of cheese in it. I guess because it was flat. He was just being nice about how it looked. Didn't look like it had a lot of cheese in it, but it was super cheesy and delicious. So yeah, they were both delicious in their own way. Okay. All right, Liz.
0: Okay. Thanks. That's a great report on caramelization.
1: And no, it's not like the big news you have, but you know, I do what I can here at home alone.
0: Okay. Right. So while Liz was caramelizing, I had, I just got an extraordinary invitation uh, last Friday. Um, You know, for eight years now, I've been working with an NGO, uh, American Women for International Understanding, on a program called the International Women of Courage. And it's really a It's been a fantastically inspiring and satisfying volunteer thing for me to work on. The US Department of State chooses these incredible female leaders from all over the world. They go through a tremendous vetting process. They're nominated by embassies all over the world. They pick, you know, 10 to 12 women who have done incredible things in terms of pro-democracy, freedom of the press, human rights, LGBTQ rights, uh, speaking out against government corruption. Very often they're in peril with their lives. Sometimes they're actually in jail when they win the honor. They're named. They come to the United States. There's a ceremony usually at the State Department, which I've been to before with the Secretary of State. Very often the First Lady attends that. Um, uh, I've been there when Vice President Joe Biden attended the ceremony. And, And then the women go on an incredible tour of the United States to sort of learn about how other people in their area of expertise are working. And then they come to Los Angeles, where our organization hosts an event for them, the International Women of Courage Celebration. And we're able to give them a We raise funds to give them a grant so they can continue their work. And it's just been this really satisfying, uh, personally, you know, enlightening experience. Um, I've enjoyed meeting these women leaders from all over the world, and we we, we are able to stay in contact with them. We're a small organization. They're real human beings. There's not a lot of boundaries between us. Thanks to social media, we can stay connected and stay engaged in their work. And I've also really enjoyed working with all the tremendous people at the, way, at the State Department, you know, the women that are in the trenches doing mm-hmm. this important diplomatic work day in and day out, and the Department of Education and Cultural Affairs. They all work together. Um, so this year, because the last two years, the event... Event has had been the women have been named and we've given them grants, but they haven't been able to come to the United States because of COVID. This year, the First Lady decided I'd like to host the event at the White House. Oh, wow! So, Very so, exciting. So I Friday I got an invitation to the White House for the event, Woo-hoo! and it's it's, it's next week. It's next
1: week. I, wow! I
0: mean, I have to tell you guys, it came in via email. It was unexpected because we knew they invitations were. Um, coveted this year yeah. <laughs> like there was a short list and we may or may not be on it and huh. so when the invitation came in I, I immediately just teared up I was so overwhelmed and thrilled I've never even been to the White House to so to you get never oh because to, you didn't get to go on the family tour where we toured the White House we left <laughs> you home that's exactly this right this is
1: I mean this is your moment <laughs> this, is this, this is revenge revenge of the youngest sister this she actually I'm invited the to the White House <laughs> not okay. just a public tour yeah.
0: okay Hey, <laughs> Thank you, Julie, for recognizing just the personal redemption I'm yes, experiencing at this moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow. 50, 50 years after the family trip, I'm finally getting to go to Washington, D.C. But um, yes, the event will be at the White House. The First Lady and the Secretary of State will be there. And then there's a reception afterwards. And uh, I just was completely overwhelmed at first. And then immediately I went to... Oh, my gosh, what am I going to wear to the White House? Yeah. Like, what, yeah. are you going to, what are you going to wear to the White House, Liam? Well, you know, this is where I want to throw it out to the Satellite Sisterhood, because I'm guessing that some of you, we know we have people who work in the government that listen to the show. They've contacted mm-hmm. us before. I'm guessing we have an esteemed group here that listen mm-hmm. to the show. Do. Some yeah. of you have been to the White House for various events. This is a daytime event. On the invitation Julie it says business attire. Okay. So uh, I'm not and but Liam but your don't business is the way you conduct
1: business. I mean
0: Liam <laughs> we that's exactly right. I we see we see what you're dressed at for the podcast. That's not going to fly in the green room. So I can't wear the Jenny Jenny Kane cashmere hoodie. I won't be wearing that to the White House. (laughs) Or my clogs, Julie, don't worry. I won't be wearing clogs. Um, but it says business and, you know, Washington is a fairly conservative town. I know that. So, uh, so I have a, very solid blue dress that I can absolutely wear. You know, okay. I, I've already checked the weather. As we mentioned, I'm a weather watcher. Immediately put Washington, D.C. on the weather app. I've been checking it every 20 minutes. It looks like it's <laughs> going to be 40 Good. and cloudy, but not Ooh. raining. So oh, okay. you're going to need a coat as well. Yeah. Really, I, had, I bought a coat. I bought a coat already. <laughs> There's a coat coming. Because I don't, all I have is like a puffer coat. I have like a Patagonia puffer coat. I can't wear that to the White House. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. No, no. But then my question no. was, is there a coat check? Like, if I wear a coat, do I have to stand around in my coat the whole time?
1: I'm, I'm the sure there's a coat check. I mean, I think there's a coat. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. It's a cold climate there. People yeah. are coming into the White House all the time with coats yeah. on. That's they don't what I want think. you
1: standing around with a coat on. They're just oh. too many things can be hidden under a coat. They're going to make oh. you take that coat off. That's yeah. what
0: I figured. But I just did people know the answer to that. Yes or no coat check. Also, like, can you bring a bag then into the White House or do they take mm. your bag?
1: Mm don't I know. don't know. Don't, don't know, know the this. answer to that. It, know that I, somebody mean, may.
0: Like they, I they, assume
1: you can, but I, I'm sure you go through a magnetometer to get in. So. I mean, maybe you have to bring one of those clear
0: bags, like in a stadium. <laughs> yeah, <Don't laughs> I hope do not. That. Don't do I, that. <laughs> Nope, hope not. I know well, Liz has bag. one. She's, she's been wearing one. It. We <laughs> have one. We used it for our tennis when we go to tennis matches. Yeah. No, yeah. it's good to have one for stadium situations. Liz wears one all the time
1: now. It's concerning. I do. Well, it's just the perfect size. And I like <laughs> okay. being able to see, do I have my car keys? And I just look at my clear see-through bag and I see that I do. So Okay. Wow. Um, but I, even I would not wear it to the White House, Liam. No. So I think all right. And then, right okay,
0: there. this is a legit question because nobody in California wears stockings, pantyhose, whatever you want to call them. Nobody right. does anymore uh to anything. Do people in Washington DC like do I have to I don't, I don't know think what to do. Do they Okay.
1: I'm always shocked, you know, cuz I worked at National Geographic for many years which is in Washington DC. I was always surprised that Washington DC seemed to be the last place in America where people were wearing pantyhose. Okay. I, All I, right. That was
0: my sense. I was like, oh, I, you know, I'll probably wear my spring boots, you know, with my dress. I, I like yeah. that look. That's, that's how I roll. Uh, and I can stand in those boots, but then do I need a panty? I guess I do. So yeah. I'm going to bring some. Liz I'm not saying good.
1: you have to wear them. I'm no, just saying I'm fine with it's,
0: it. It's okay. I'm fine. I, I, think I am you fine should scrutinize some pictures of Dr. Jill Biden. Look at her. Yeah. legs. Oh, that will she, be
1: see just uh, just I well I
0: not that, but be okay. wearing pantyhose or, <laughs> okay. or not.
1: And I well, hope you're not gonna you say mean.
0: that to her when you meet her. <laughs> you have great legs. I've been studying that online. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, so and I guess the sneakers are too informal, right? You might go, oh, I'm kidding. Well, you know Liam. I'm don't kidding. Even, yeah,
1: you know I'm Liam. kidding. No, okay. one time, one time when you went to D.C. for this, when it was held at the State Department, mm-hmm. wasn't there also a giant blizzard? Am I wrong? Yes. You- no,
0: in 2015, I went yeah. and uh, we never went to the events because there was a gigantic blizzard and the whole government was shut down. Oh, no. So yeah. we just okay. stayed in our hotel room for three days. And then the next year I was able to go and bring my son Colin in 2016. Right. And that's when we had it at the State Department. It was a full day event. Vice President Biden was there. Uh, then we had the the reception in the Ben Franklin Room, which is fantastic. And the ladies' room at the State Department is called the Martha Washington Ladies' Room, oh. so that's oh. fantastic. Totally so, worth a visit. Yeah, <laughs> so that's 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 that was exciting. But I haven't been since then, and um, I haven't even been to D.C. since then because you know COVID yeah. and stuff like oh. that. So so, so I'm being- really Looking. Yeah, forward I, to I it. wonder wh- whether you're going to be able to keep your phone and take pictures right around the room. June. I mean, it seems like there should be some an additional protocol
1: information coming your way. Yeah. I don't Are I we would be able so. to watch this. Is this broadcast in any way? Where can we see it?
0: Oh, Liz, I'm glad you asked that. Yes, the the uh, the ceremony from the White House will be broadcast. It's on International Women's Day, so which is March 8th, Wednesday, March 8th at 2 p.m., um, East Coast time, and they are going to live stream it from the White House. Now, okay. I will put the link, spread it around when I have it. We don't actually have a confirmed link yet. So it could be okay. at whitehouse.gov. It could be at state.gov. But I will make sure okay. that it's on all of our social media channels and things like that. Or you can just Google it. But yes, it, we have been told that it will be streamed. Now, you probably won't see me unless I run across the stage, which is not something <laughs> I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Unless they throw you out for being inappropriately addressed or something which is which is (laughs) as we know it's not gonna happen because you're always appropriate
0: (laughs) I have to say I did look at that black pantyhose I I looked at yeah I'm gonna get thrown out for no pantyhose I I did look at that black and purple dress from my book tour and I'm like I just can't I just can't wear this one more time but Um, you uh, know, we're a nonpartisan group, so we are looking for nonpartisan clothes is what yeah, I would say yeah. in general. <laughs> yes. And, um, that's our whole vibe, but I am absolutely thrilled. And, uh, next week we're doing a special show. We're going to tell you about later in the, in the show. Um, but the week after that, I'll be back with a full report on going yes. to the white house. So well, we, we are so proud of you, Leanne. Thank and you. It Thank is you a sense. great organization. They do great yes. work. And, yes. uh, what a great, uh, thrill and honor for you. Thank you. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank PROSE for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. (laughs) The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews?
1: My hair, Liz. My hair from PROSE is getting... Great reviews. Leon. I am not surprised. You have been on that pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization
0: is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support satellite sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love OSIA's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, All right, Julie, uh, you have huge news on brands that are coming back or a right. coming back. <laughs> I, What's I, happening? Hear, I am very excited to tell you this because I was reading in the local paper that Steak and Ale, do you remember Steak and Ale? Frosty yep. Mugs, Strip steaks, Salad <laughs> Bars. You remember that place? Yes. It was a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They are reviving that brand. Okay, they're bringing it back, and they're they're going to open the first restaurant, the first steak and ale restaurant in the Dallas area. Okay, oh. now now cast cast your minds back, sisters. You remember I was I was a waitress at Steak and Ale. Okay,
1: and <laughs> yes. I, yes, yes, a long
0: <laughs> time ago. Now, and I had all the normal stress associated with being a waitress, but at Steak and Ale, it was really very high stakes because each waitress was monitored for how many side orders you sold. Okay. Oh wow, you wow! had to push the onion rings. You had to push the baked <laughs> potatoes, okay? They had a chart in the kitchen with your name on it and checks next to it. How many baked potatoes had you sold? How many onion rings? How many wow. green beans? Okay, <laughs> pressure, 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 every single meal. And when I'd ask customers, oh, would you like a baked potato with your strip steak? They'd say, no. I was like, please, <laughs> <laughs> baked potato. Okay. (laughs) Additionally, additionally, and Liz, okay, you're our resident lawyer. I believe this (laughs) is against the law, but if (laughs) you as a waitress made any kind of mistake in the order that resulted in having the steak or the product go back into the kitchen, okay, they took that. They deducted it. From my salary. Yes. 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 I yes. mean, is that allowed, sister Liz? No, no I would afraid? I would
1: disallow that. I mean, I'm not really a lawyer, but I do practice law on the <laughs> side when we have legal questions. So that is no. That is that's very anti-worker. We would not allow that in the satellite sisterhood. No. Nope. Okay.
0: So you can imagine the trauma of seeing that steak nail is coming back in my neighborhood. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. We couldn't <laughs> imagine this kind of trauma when you pitched this story. I thought. I thought this was going to be a a fun review. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, (laughs) Leanne. Oh, no, Leanne. So I am going to this restaurant and I plan to go in there and I may order six sides. I'm going to get the onion rings. I'm going to get the baked potatoes. I'm going to get the green beans. I'm going to order two or three desserts. Okay. And then I am going to leave that waitress, the biggest fattest tip that she has had in her life. Okay. Because once a waitress, always, always a waitress. Yes. 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 But it did get me thinking about like the seventies and eighties. There were a lot of like brands that are gone now i mean if you had a favorite uh, brand from the 70s or 80s to come back what would it be Mm. all right i can't believe you asked this question because this week i had an email in my inbox and it was like a my mind was blown somebody i hadn't thought about in decades like coming back with her own shoe line and that is fitness guru denise austin Oh Oh. my gosh. I mean, I know she wasn't technically a brand because people weren't brands in the 80s and 90s when she was starting out in the exercise and fitness biz, but Denise Austin is still going strong. She's going to have her own sneaker line at Easy Spirit, which just... First of all, why do I get the easy spirit emails? But secondly, <laughs> go Denise Austin. And do you remember her? I mean, I did a lot of Denise Austin fitness classes on TV when the kids were little and I couldn't get, I didn't have child well, She and was I, the one that she would be dancing and then she'd have like two guys behind her. Is that yes, the, Is that yes, like Denise Austin? Yes, Denise like Austin, outside like outside
1: in Hawaii or something.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she ran a great class for years, and she was so fit and so positive and upbeat. And I'm like, wait, Denise Austin still exists? And then I click through. She, not only she's thriving, not only is she existing, she is thriving in the in in 2023. So good for you, Denise Austin. I mean, you're just a font of positivity. You can go <laughs> over there, Liz, for 17.99 a month. You can get all the Denise Austin you need. She's <laughs> like a channel now. She. <laughs> she's going to give you advice on food and makeup tips and mantras, whatever you need. Denise Austin's got it. So I like. I'm glad she's back. Jill, speaking. Oh, of oh, okay.
1: I, well, I was just thinking that I wanted to bring back Esprit. Remember Esprit? Oh, yeah. Does oh. that still exist? Yeah. Was just. There are a few cool stores around, but oh. I just like. I would like to see Esprit have a huge. I even like saying it. Esprit. It's, it's <laughs> nice. It's nice. Yeah, it's really and you know good.
0: what. Remember, Liz, they were really the first brand that embraced diversity. When yes. you think about their ad campaigns, they were right. so far
1: ahead of yes. the curve. Yeah, it who was like use. a spree and yep. Benetton. And remember, United Colors of Maniton. And Esprit was also very environmentally sensitive right from the beginning. Yeah. So come back, Esprit. We're ready for you. Yeah. You know, I I know I'm not cool anymore, but I would still buy your stuff. (laughs) Julie, did did you have anything that you wanted to revive? Well, of
0: course, um, in addition to steak and ale, Howard Johnson's restaurants. OK, yes. oh. Do you remember those? Well, yes. did you know, like Howard Johnson's, they were actually decorated by the wealthy socialite decorator Dorothy Mary Kennecott Parish, you know, Sister Parish? Oh, really? Yes. She she, designed the
1: interiors of a
0: hojo? She designed the interiors of hojos. That's why they, oh, the waitresses were in aqua. The walls were aqua. They had aqua placemats and the orange roof. She was so far out in head of her (laughs) design. Don't you remember that? That was really
1: branding at a whole new level. For a restaurant, yes. And do you realize
0: that Hojo's employed Fr- the French chefs, Pierre Frenet and Jacques Papin to develop the frozen dishes for Hojo's? Those, those came from really? French? Yes. I mean, I thought it was just fried clams and 28 flavors mm. of ice cream. Yeah. Oh, no. That was haute cuisine mm-hmm. there
1: at Hojo. Clam strips. <laughs> Clam strips. Yummy. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. So the are ch- they totally gone? Does that, they're, too, I, they're gone. Yeah. Like the, oh, really? Really? at the bitter end, there was always one still left hanging on in Times Square. Does anyone remember that? It was like the world's (laughs) worst Hojos in Times Square, but it's probably gone now that now that Times Square has been cleaned up. (laughs) But I just
0: think that could come back and it could be so grand. Anyway, it's fun to think about it. Okay. Mm. Well, what a world we would live in with just Esprit and Hojos and Denise Austin. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. All right. So if you're thinking about dealing with the trauma of your career at uh, steak and ale, Julie, by doing something totally different, something that would take you into a whole new world. I'm thinking you might want to consider becoming a Kung Fu nun. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm not sure you've heard of this group. I got it. I got a text from a friend the other day saying this just in considering profession of Kung Fu nun. And she sent me a big news story about, These kung fu nuns. And, you know, we're always on the lookout for interesting groups of women staying noisy together. So, so listen to this. So, this is a group, a religious order that's been around for 800 years. Wow. And, uh, but normally, sisters, like in the monasteries, the women, were not allowed to engage in like the philosophic debates or they were confined, shocker, to uh, cooking and cleaning the monasteries and temples while the men had all the fun. They were even forbidden from activities involving physical exertion. So, okay, so that's going on for like 800 years. Then there these Vietnamese visitors came to a monastery uh, in the Himalayas and introduced these nuns to martial arts. Hmm. So they had come to the nunnery to learn scriptures and how to play the instruments. And in exchange, they taught the nuns martial arts. And guess what? The nuns dug it. (laughs) They (laughs) are
0: totally into
1: martial arts. So they became the Kung Fu nuns. There are now 800 nuns who have been trained in martial arts basics. And then there are 90 of them that are like actual Kung Fu trainers. And now this group, so this is like, when did I say the visitors were? So this has only been like 30 or 40 years. Oh, 2008, Uh yeah, not even that long. So now not only do the nuns practice Kung Fu, They also, they stop and they educate people in rural parts of Nepal and India about gender equality and the importance of girls. So I'm going to put the story in the show notes because they've also got killer robes. There's some fantastic video. (laughs) (laughs) So I I just think if you're looking for a total life change or to recover from a bad professional experience, you could do worse (laughs) than being a Kung Fu nun, but you still have to get up at 3 a.m. for meditation. So, okay. Wow. So that's a deal breaker for me. I can hardly caramelize. I don't think I would really <laughs> have a lifestyle that started with 3 a.m. meditation. I just want people to consider it. That's all. Consider being a Kung Fu nun.
0: So Liz, you had a touch of a Zoom drop out there. Did you say they, they're on the uh, forefront of global global warming is that
1: it climate change oh teaching people about global global climate change wow incredible do it all okay so they they also you know every year for the past 20 years except during the pandemic leon the nuns have cycled 1250 miles from Kathmandu to Ladakh so that's super high up in the Himalayas to promote green transportation doing the job They must be really fit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) crazy fit. Wow. Yep. Yep. Okay. Just spreading
0: the word, spreading the word. Good Mm -hmm. report, Liz. All right. Well, uh, you know, maybe Real Simple will feature them on the cover next month because for the first time ever, Real Simple Magazine actually has a cover girl and it's Kristen Bell, who I like a lot. It's the mm-hmm. game changers issue. And you know, I'm trying to save the magazine business one magazine at a time. Yes, so I occasionally do magazine roundups. It is smart, Liz. It's, mm-hmm. It is smart. I mean, we love magazines. We love them. It's sort of so, a 70s or 80s thing. Yeah. <laughs> magazines. Yeah. <laughs> it is you're right that i would just like the whole magazine business to come back the way it used to be in the 70s and 80s um but so this month's real simple i have a few samples from it um so yeah they've never had a person on the cover you know usually they put like buckets on the cover or <laughs> You know, like your sock drawer, like that's usually the cover of okay. Real Simple Magazine. Do you actually get real simple
1: in the mail land? Yes, that's I do, thing? Liz. Okay, okay. Liz, I am one woman. I am trying, trying to the save the magazine business. Doing the job.
0: So, okay. So just a sample from this month's Real Simple. And what I like about Real Simple is it's not a great magazine, but you know, I still get it. And that's I think what's the most important thing. Uh, okay. Um, so and they just have a potpourri of things. What did I do with that? So uh so first of all, Kristen Bell, you know, they do a Q&A with her and I just want to read you one answer. It, it tells you why I love her. So they asked her, you know, what was your reaction when Real Simple said you were going to be a game changer and be on the cover? And she said... They could have put me on the biggest up-and-coming losers list for 2023, and I would have been excited. Real Simple was my first magazine subscription as an adult, and by adult, I mean an 18-year-old girl living in New York City. So that's funny. Oh, good that's for her. good. She, has, that's- she doesn't take herself too seriously. All right. Uh, you know what else should not take themselves too seriously? This idea of a mantra. Okay. Uh-huh. They have a uh, uh-huh. they have an article here about like mantras you can use yourself. And I have to say, these are some of the stupidest mantras I have ever read. <laughs> so that's, I'm, no, no, that's not positive, positive Not to be
1: too judgy or anything. <laughs> right.
0: Very positive system. <laughs> I mean, in general, mantras are simple, right? I yes. don't write to the source. What does deep Deepak Chopra say about mantras. And uh-huh. he said in the westernized world, we use the word mantra to really become like an intention. But the, it's, it's very different an intention and a real mantra. The word mantra can be broken down into two parts. Man, which means mine, and tra, which means a transport vehicle. So, mm-hmm. in other words, the mantra is supposed to be an instrument of the mind. You know how Deepak Chopra talks: I an know. instrument of the mind, a powerful uh-huh. sound or vibration that you can use to enter a deep state of meditation. Oh, okay, okay, right. So that's deep. Like, so it, I use mantras in in meditation. I use them in yoga. They're very simple. I'm not going to share mine, but they're not as simple and stupid as this one. How about <laughs> I'm Slow down for the good stuff. What? Hmm. Like that belongs on like your Pinterest page. All right. That just that's not <laughs> it's
1: that's not spiritual not, enough. It's it's not not no. enough. It's not deep enough.
0: It's not deep enough. It's not, you're not going to enter a deep state of meditation. Or this one, this one. I thought this is even too hard to say in your head. I love my whole embarrassing self. What? No. <laughs> and then this mantra, you've just given up. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. right. Real simple. Thank you very much. That was a little thought on mantras, (laughs) and then finally, I know we have cat owners here in the Satellite Sisterhood, so you may be asking yourself, "Why does my cat sleep on my head?" And I can tell you why. Thank you. Real simple. This is an excellent pet column this month. And did you know that cats? um, They really like to get um, close to their owners. Their scent. Okay, it's all Uh about the scent. It's very comforting Uh to your cat, your scent. And your pillow is a really concentrated source of that scent because it's your hair and everything that's falling off your head during the middle of the night. Uh And uh, it's very (laughs) practical. Yeah, it's very practical for cats. You're tossing and turning in bed, but your head tends to stay kind of straight. So they want to be with their person. And the best place to do that at night without getting kicked is your pillow. Oh. Huh. Ah, okay I have to say, if there was a cat on my pillow, I would sneeze for the entirety of the eight <laughs> hours. Like that would kill me a cat on my pillow, but that's why I'm not a cat owner, but cat mm-hmm. owners, you know, you can do, if you're not really that into your cat sleeping on your head, you can uh, put a t-shirt you've worn all day in your cat's bed that might help them so there you go thank you real simple thank you look at you giving
1: cat tips i know wow i don't know know if i can cat owners
0: we want i just don't know if i can follow up from you liam that was so profound all the way around (laughs) around i told you tidbits tidbits but i did want to just comment or make an observation you know there was a lot of information uh, last week about a pilot program it was the world's largest trial of the Four day work week. Uh, There were 3,000 people in the UK that were participating in, hey, let's see if we can do our jobs in just four days rather than five days. And guess what? The majority of the people, the supervisors and employees, they liked this arrangement. Mm -hmm. In fact, 15% of the people said they are never, ever going back to a full-time five-day-a-week job, okay? Mm. And the key of this is that you are working 32 hours and you're still getting the full pay. Okay, they loved it, they got more sleep, their stress level, levels were down. So I was reading all about that, but at the same time, we're getting a lot of local news. Many of our school districts here are considering going to a four day school week, uh, mainly because we have a teacher shortage and they're trying to figure out what, you know how they can resolve that issue. So then I was thinking like, so, okay, all the parents are working four days a week all the kids are going to school four days a week like so people have are gonna have three days off but then what are they gonna do are all the restaurants going to be open and the shops open are they you know what I mean is, yeah. I, is
1: that your question yes yeah, so
0: who is going to be working if everybody <laughs> is not working that is my question who is going to be working if not ever okay um, I don't well,
1: know. I also have a question about that because I would think again not a parent never been a parent but if I'm a parent switching from a five-day work week to a four-day work week. I would love to be like home alone on that fifth day, right? That should be the day where I get to do whatever I want. But if my kids are also home on the fifth day, (laughs) like what's the point? Isn't that just another kind of work? Am I, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I like I think you have to keep the kids in school for as long as possible for the parents to have any time at all for themselves. So that's observation number one. But observation number two, now this is the TikTok trend, Julie. So you may not be onto this yet. A lot of videos on TikTok now about what they call bare minimum Monday. Have you seen have you <laughs> no, seen no, that? I just that? saw
0: this, Liz. <laughs> Explain to people what this is. Okay. It made
1: me laugh. So this is effectively just declaring your own four-day work week is what this is, Leanne. So this is, here's what here's what they decided. I think it's kind of a Gen Z thing that, you know, the hard part about Work Monday is that it ruins your Sunday night. Which yeah, of yeah. course is true. Yeah, every, everybody right. stresses, yeah. Yes, it, that, yeah. that Sunday late afternoon oh. anxiety where you start worrying about what you're doing on Monday. So they decided that, well, you wouldn't ruin your Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening if you knew you were hardly gonna do any work on Monday, right? Like if you were just, if you committed in advance to doing the bare minimum on Monday, then you get your Sunday night back. And so it's, it's not just about doing less on Monday; it's about saving Sunday. And I, just, <laughs> I, 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 just admire people that think this way. I really do. I admire, <laughs> I admire the youngins that are just gonna try to create the world they want to live in. So, bare minimum Monday—you can call it that, or you can just give people the day off. Whatever. I'm, I'm all for it. So. <laughs>
0: I do feel bad for those parents in the four-day work, four-day school yeah. weeks. That yes. is complicated. That's yes. that's complicated. And I don't think you want your son's or daughter's teacher to bare minimum Monday in. That's, <laughs> that's,
1: no, that's that's, that's good. gonna be, that's gonna that's be bad. Good. but what if, if you go to if you go to a four-day school week, but the parents are still working five days, how is that gonna work? No, I don't know. Uh, no. I, it's it's a terrible situation. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I I
0: don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't know about any of this and that may probably should be year round four days a week. Maybe that's the solution. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's when you
1: decide to become a Kung Fu nun. Yeah.
0: free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox.
1: All right, sisters. A couple of weeks ago, I had a lot of fun sharing with you some of the unexpected email we get at the Satellite Sisters email box. This is hello at satellitesisters.com is where you can write to us. And anyone who's ever had a mailbox online for a long time knows that the longer you've been online, just the more full of junk your email gets. (laughs) They're just just things that like just too many people are just randomly sending you emails. Like I would say we've gotten to a point where a third now, I can't read it all because they are in like Chinese characters or things. That, <laughs> mm, that's not good. happening. You know, but the ones... Russian, that I, yeah.
0: I get a lot yeah. of Russian emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The ones that I can decode, I enjoy reading them because first of all, I want to fish out those messages from you, satellite sisters and misters, but then you never know what's going to be in there. So this week's unexpected email of the week is we got invited to register for a turkey science and production conference in mm. the UK. Oh, <laughs> oh so, wow. That they, sounds... thought they thought we'd be interested in that. I'm just putting it out there. Like turkey science, not so interesting, but trip to the UK. <laughs> you <laughs> just, just putting it out there. You might okay. want to consider it. There, right. there it was that hello at satellitesisters.com. <laughs> All cool.
0: right, Liz, that's funny. Uh, well, we could do a whole turkey show around Thanksgiving. Would that be? <laughs> okay. We do. I think we have some expertise to bring (laughs) to that convention. (laughs) We know a lot about cooking turkeys, don't we, Liam? Yes. Yes, all right. right. Uh, You know, next week we're doing something we usually don't do on Satellite Sisters. We're devoting a whole show to a single topic. I will admit a friend of mine uh, that I know here, a mom, friend from school, uh, wrote an incredible memoir. And I I read it ahead of time and I just thought, wow, this is jaw-dropping and so honest. My friend, Charlotte Maya, wrote a book called Sushi Tuesdays. And it's the story of how she recovered from her husband's death by suicide you know one day he dropped the kids off at soccer practice and an hour later she came back and there were police standing at her door to tell her what had happened and so the book is the story of her really honest and tough recovery she asks a lot of questions she goes through a lot of things she has a lot of anger and she has faith and she has, you know, she's exhausted and, you know, death by suicide is just something I don't think any of us can imagine unless we've gone through it before or been touched Mm -hmm. closely by it. So Charlotte is not only a great writer, she's great talking about this very difficult subject. So we decided, you know, you can't really build anything around that show. We're just going to spend the whole hour talking to Charlotte and taking some of your questions and comments if you want us to. So we're going to record the show this week on Friday. Um, um, so, we've started a thread in the Facebook group. If you want to comment or ask Charlotte a question about her experience you can also do it uh, post that anonymously if you'd like or you can send us a question or a comment via email. hello at SatelliteSisters.com is our email address. So that's next week the name of the memoir is sushi Tuesdays it's out today. Charlotte Maya is going to be our guest. so please tune in next week. I she's so good at talking about this incredibly difficult subject that I hope that it's helpful for anyone who's experienced this or people no. who have just had questions about what it's like to go through so mm-hmm. that's next week on the show
1: mm-hmm.
0: Good, Leanne. that will be it that's we're looking forward to doing
1: that that's yeah. an important yeah. conversation yep. it, is. It, is. it is it is
0: it is it is you know we want to talk a little bit about entertaining sisters things that are going on and i wanted to recommend uh, a tv series that i watched uh this week now the name of it pay attention now everybody's got to pay attention because this is very very confusing the name of this is fakes And it's on Amazon Prime. There is another show called Fakes on Netflix. And that is not the show I want to recommend. I want to recommend the one on Amazon Prime. And because this is a thrilling cat and mouse story about Sonny, a brilliant, struggling artist who makes a perfect counterfeit indian banknote and gets involved in the high stakes crime world it's an Ooh. eight episode series it's set in india with a very good script with the themes of class poverty government bureaucracy corruption and oh p.s the star of the show sunny who's played by the actor shadeed kapoor is super handsome he is oh okay now we're in all right he yeah. is a dreamboat counterfeiter <laughs> so you want to get into this okay fakes on amazon prime not fakes on netflix <laughs> which is about two teenage girls making fake ids okay Don't
1: that is not about. the same
0: story okay,
1: okay. i you. put a link in the show notes julie and okay. it's fakes and it's also called farzy F-A-R-Z-I. Farsi. yes yes um, so okay so amazon prime amazon prime amazon prime just keep saying that <laughs> to yourselves okay all right that's great well uh you know my uh, my entertainment news comes, comes from the Santa Monica Dog Park, where everything is happening during award season. <laughs> you know, it's award <laughs> season. You never know who you're going to bump into at the Santa Monica Dog Park. And uh, last week, I bumped into Satellite Sister Terry, who we have mentioned on the show before, because Terry is the next door neighbor of Satellite Sister's accountant and procurement director, Diane. Okay. <laughs> so I'm at the dog park. Uh, I bump into Terry terry unbelievably has just has just come back from the oscar nominee lunch sisters wow Yes, very impressive. He, no kidding because her husband Dick is nominated for best sound in Avatar the Way of Water. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes, he's been working wow. I mean that movie took like I don't know 100 years, 50 years, no, like 13 <laughs> years. So yeah. he spends a lot of his work life in New Zealand where all of that is done. Anyway, so she said it was super fun, very exciting. Um and the thing she was most excited about is she got to chat with Elvis, you know. That Austin Austin, Austin Austin Butler, Austin. Okay. Austin, that know. guy. Yeah. How can you not love that guy? He's and cute. you know, it's a, it's an off the record luncheon, so I cannot repeat too much of what she. You know, she said she talked to other people about, but she said with Austin, you know, he was kind of chatting to her, and she said, "Well, I, you know, I'm a I'm a plus one, meaning like yeah, I'm just here with my husband," and he said. In that Austin slash Elvis voice, I love plus ones. So, oh, oh that is a
0: good, that is quite the line. I, yeah. ho- I hope she pursues that. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, so we
1: should, we all need to embrace our inner plus one because it's some people find it appealing, apparently. Okay. One other Oscar related entertainment tip. You know, I, I think I've recommended this a lot of years recently. The short films. In the Oscar nominations, whether it's the documentaries, the animated, or the live-action shorts, that's always where you can really win your Oscar pool because nobody knows what's going on in those categories. Right, right. Uh, but there is an organization now called Shorts TV that does a whole roundup of Oscar-nominated shorts to play in real movie theaters. And huh. so they're out playing around now. Now they're not everywhere, but I did check a number of cities where. I know we have like a dense population of of listeners and it's playing in enough places so that if you're interested in this, you should check it out. I have a link in the show notes. Shorts TV presents the Oscar nominated short films and it's in all three categories, animated, live action, and documentary. So I just recommend it. It's very entertaining. You can probably find a lot of this stuff online now too, but it's kind of fun to sit in a movie theater and see a series of shorts. And remember the Academy Awards are, you know right around the corner sunday march 12th so you got to get on it that's my recommendation
0: liz good tip i, I think i actually get the shorts tv channel now oh. that I, now oh, that you say wow. it's a channel yeah now oh. i didn't know what it was it just showed up but now that i know i'm going to check it out i'm going to yeah. i'm
1: going to check it out too thank you liz yeah okay all right and i want to thank ekzc Uh, whatever that means. I have no idea. You know, we really appreciate it when you give our show reviews or you can just give us five stars. If you want, you don't have to write a whole review, but when you do write a review, uh, we really enjoy reading them. And EK ZC, uh, wrote this review on Apple podcasts, which of course was close to my heart because I'm such a cook. She wrote, Um, I love listening on Tuesdays while I meal prep and cook a few meals for the week. Listening gets me through with a laugh and I don't have to drink as much wine to make it bearable. It's (laughs) It's, It's cherished time with my sisters who I call my friends when I'm relaying anything I heard on the show to someone else. I always wanted a sister and these three are perfect. Thank you. I mean that oh, nice. thank, thank you. Makes my Ooh, day. Right? That's that nice. really chucks me up a little bit. We are happy to be your sisters and you're not alone. We've had a lot of listeners confess that they just refer to us as their friends when they're talking to someone who just wouldn't understand their emotional connection to a to a podcast, <laughs> to people on a <laughs> podcast. So thank you to all for for whether it's just giving us stars or posting reviews. We really do read and appreciate them.
0: There are lots of ways to stay connected to Satellite Sisters. We have a newsletter that goes out. The weeks we do the show, We Pep Talk goes out. That's how I work my editorial calendar. Um, you can go to satellitesisters.com. That's our website. And you can enter your email. A, a, a little page should pop up. Would you like to subscribe to Pep Talk? Just give us your email and you'll get a little Pep Talk in your inbox on Fridays. We have a full complement of social media. Um, I can't say we're great at it, but we do. we have it all we have all the we social media as you need <laughs> at sat sisters is our instagram you can find us on facebook we also have a private group on facebook which we'd love you to join we got some fun um new members who really went into detail about how they found us and and when they listened so I'm enjoying people answering the Facebook group questions now As we talked a little bit about that on the show last week and again our website is satellitesisters.com it's a fully functioning website people for which we, we always forget
1: to mention it I know, I know. And it's
0: very first class over there yes <laughs> it is and we we pay a real webmaster to do it it's not <laughs> it's not some fake website that we spent 12 seconds on no no and we uh, you can listen to the show from the website the show notes are on the blog posts every week on the website they're easy to find um so if you want to find that show julie mentioned that you know you're going to netflix for even though it's an amazon prime show (laughs) you can go over to the satellitesisters.com website and click on the blog and you'll find all the show notes there also the other key thing you'll find there sponsor links a big thanks Mm -hmm. to our sponsors we're happy to welcome new sponsors in this week's show it's so important for us that allows us to do the show we're very grateful uh to the sponsors that support the show and we're very grateful to you when you visit the links we mention. you mentioned you've heard things on satellite sisters or you use the code to 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 purchase things thank you so much we appreciate it um let's see our to-dos for the week well you know what mine is i mean i got to get ready to go to the white house yeah i actually wow. i had to cancel a doctor's appointment yesterday because it was the day I was supposed to go to the White House. And I just was so tempted when I called the doctors. I like, said, well, that? I can't come to the doctors because I'm going to the White House. But <laughs> yeah, I, did I did it. I didn't say that.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> that, that's well, an
1: admirable level of humility. Layer. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I, you first of beautiful.
0: all, you got to find pantyhose, which is no <laughs> easy thing, sister. I don't even think they make them anymore. So we <laughs> no, don't have
1: that. those in Southern California. No, I know. I know. I
0: know. You're in you trouble. You can bring
1: back a 70s brand and have them come in a plastic <laughs> egg. Legs. Bring back. bring back legs. Where are my legs? at where my
0: legs at okay jewel what do you got okay i have to resolve you know i'm learning spanish this year i am doing the oh du- i didn't du- know that when yes, did you say yes. that i i have just been on it uh, since since january i have a oh, good du- duolingo lingo app that's oh, the app i use five minute spanish lessons every day and you know and it's all about giving me encouragement and stars and flames if i keep going mm-hmm. my streak. But then, if you miss a day, it, they are like so passive aggressive. They're like, right. you sure you don't have five minutes to do your Spanish today? You know, so I, I've got, to, I've got to, I've got to get to a better place because resentment is
1: building up. Okay, and I don't
0: even know how to say resentment in Spanish.
1: Yet. So that's it's really funny. It's like my fitness tracker, Julie, at the end of the day, where it's like, when mm, more five-minute walk we'll get all your steps in <laughs> oh shut up Shut up! <laughs> like a five-minute walk on crutches is that what you're saying hey, no hey I, I don't have five minutes left liz
0: here. just try the mantra it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's
1: okay i love okay, my you. big
0: messy wonderful self
1: <laughs> well that oh. isn't true that is not even true I'm going to go back to the call map and find something that is true. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So my to do, so last week, because we had last week uh, off, I decided it was the week to get a jump on all my tax preparation, mm. and all that Ooh, kind of, fun. Mm. you know, the paper that just ends up, well, for me anyway, just like big stacks on my desk or mm-hmm. in the closet next to my desk. So but first you have to pull everything out, right? You have to open everything that you have statements. You haven't been opening all year. You have to open all your statements. You have to create the whole, like the pile of stuff that goes to the open shredder. your statements. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, I, I just, I prefer to get things online. So if these people insist on oh, mailing okay. things too. Oh, you, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people, they just have to mail them, for, I don't know, legal reasons or something. Anyway. So, so I have like two huge garbage, garbage bags full of stuff to take to the shredder. So that is, oh, okay. that, that is, which is a very satisfying Task, you know, uh, the uh, so I have to do that, but then I have to everything that I pulled out of my desk in my closet, it's like all over the floor in here. So now I just have to like put everything away for another year before I have to do this all again. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm doing for the rest of this week, <clears throat> getting rid okay. of okay. All-
0: it's okay. I hope that, okay.
1: I, I hope that <laughs> Diane Gray, the satellite sister's accountant, didn't hear me say any of that. But <laughs> but that's that's life here in uh, uh you know in in my office. That's that's life. That's that's just the way it rolls.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, that's the show for
0: this week. Hey, uh Julian Liz, have a great week. You too. Julian right.
1: travels.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.